Hello there, all you creeps. If you're one of the many new listeners, or even if you're someone who's been around and has chosen not to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, do it now, or I will forever haunt you in your home. That basically just means I will provide you with the best cuddling that you've ever experienced, and I'll probably do your dishes, honestly. You can also help support us all by giving us a five-star rating on Spotify and by following us on our social media at The Fright Crew on Insta and The Fright Crew Pod on TikTok. I also just want to tell you guys how much we adore and appreciate all of your continued support, and we thank you from the bottom of our decrepit little hearts. Now, roll the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> What's spooky, you creeps? I'm your stupid-ass mom and dad who don't believe my child about our neighbor being a serial killer, even though there's literally proof being presented to me, Jensen fucking Harper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, today I am 20 and I work at a hardware store. Damn, there you go. But I'm Courtney, also. (laughs) And yes, we are the freaking Fright Crew. Welcome, welcome again to another episode Oh man, it is. It's gonna be fun. We are getting into the summer vibes. I know I'm and excited, and I, I like this theme. Yes, this theme is gonna be awesome, and that is, there's my creepy neighbor. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna do basically movies themed around, you know, creepy serial killer type neighbor neighbors. things. Yep, yeah. all that vibe shit. So, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good time, and I'm pumped. So. Um, I'm pulling out of the, I'm doing first pick this month. So we're, we're pulling out of the body bag. Um, summer of 84. Hell yeah, dude. I'm pretty pumped from what? 2018. I think I'm, yeah, I'm so bad 2018. at this. <laughs> it, I only know because I have it right in front of my face yeah. every single time you ask it. <laughs> so That's everyone's like, Oh, like she knows her shit. I'm right. Like, no, but, I just have, yeah. <laughs> I just have the notes. Fuck. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, a little gush about it. I mean, so for me, summer of 84, I definitely caught it when it first like came on streaming and like there's kind of a hubbub around it there was some popularity and i enjoyed it i remember enjoying it very much so and to the point that i actually i have like a like a bootleg copy of it on blu-ray it's super wow yeah like i think it was just like off amazon someone was selling like a bootleg copy that they made and i was like all right that's cool man so i have one but um yeah i mean i'm excited to discuss this because i do have some problems with it but it is still a fun time. What about you? Like, was this, this wasn't your first time seeing it, was it? No. So I okay. saw it right when it came out yeah. um, on Shudder. Um, Cause I had remembered, um, I got Shudder right when like this was on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember and it was like one of the first movies. Cause I was going through like on my laptop on Shudder, just kind of like putting movies on my watch list that I wanted to see. Yeah. Um, and like this was on there and I wasn't watching it right away. And I was like, this looks really good. Like I just need to watch it. Um, yeah. And then I did and I loved it. Um, so this was a second watch when I just watched it again last night. Okay. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I hadn't seen it since that first watch. And I think that's why I have some problems with it because I was kind of, you know, I mean, like we were different people back then when it came out, honestly. Yeah. We 2018 really feels like forever ago and yeah. we've been through a pandemic <laughs> Seriously. and we've been through a bunch of shit yeah. since then. And but... even just us as like talkers on a podcast, like we just yeah. have different eyes for things and yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, you know, we, we get on here to critique things and I definitely yeah. have some stuff to say. So sweet. Well, Awesome. Well, let's fucking kick it off and get right into the brain. The brain. Um, before I get into it, I want to know if you've ever had a weird neighbor. Ooh, that's a good little question. Um, I mean, I think we all kind of have, right? It's hard to think. I've never had one like super stand out where I'm like even questioning if they're a serial killer. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess really growing up, there was um, a older man that lived like across the street who would give chocolate bars to all the kids. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't think it was like bad intentions or anything, but still it, you know, nowadays it's like, that's just like a no, no, unfortunately, like you can't Uh be a nice person because there's too many connotations against that. But yeah. Yeah. What what about you, dude? Um, I feel like I'm the weird neighbor sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. 
Like, remember that story when I was on Lauren's podcast and <laughs> yes, dude, all these <laughs> patio door yeah. was open. Yep. Yeah, I'm the no, I'm not the weird neighbor. I'm the naked neighbor. Like everybody <laughs> has a naked neighbor, and I am that. Yep. Um, yep. and I'm that everywhere. I don't know. I just my blinds are always up because my cats like to look out the window. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just gonna happen. So. Okay. okay. But yeah. Um. Aside from that, I have like a, um like a weird neighbor story. Okay. Um, my brother, he ran away from home. Um, he was being like angsty in yeah. our teen years. Yeah. Oh, I did <laughs> he it ran too. away okay. from home. Yes, I did it, but I only went up the street and then I oh, came okay. back home. Cause okay. yeah, paranoia. But, um, <laughs> he like ran away and he had a friend that lived in the neighborhood. I remembered. Mm-hmm. And, I was like, felt really bad for him because he hadn't come home for like a couple days. So I like got a backpack for him and was like putting stuff in it, like clothes for him and like his toothbrush. And I went down the street to the house that I thought was his friend's house. Mm -hmm. And this man opens the door. um, And I was like, hey, like, um, I'm here for Mason. I brought him a backpack. And he was like, oh, yeah, come in. And so I like went in there and he like shuts the door and locks it behind me. And I like walk into the house and there's just like a group of like older men down in the living room, all sitting on the couch. They (laughs) have like a bottle of like booze in front of them. Oh my God. And they like look up at me and they all just like go quiet. And the guy that opened the door is like, oh, like have a seat at the the kitchen table. And I like sat there and he's like, so who are you looking for? What the fuck? I was like... My brother, like Mason is staying here with like your son and he's like, oh no, like they moved out of here like however long ago. And I was like, what the hell? Um, and so like I was able to like leave, um, oh my God. but it was just a weird situation. I remember I just like walked home and I was like, that wasn't right. No, um, no. But like you don't think about it until like long time yeah, later when yeah. you're older because i was like in seventh grade or sixth Holy grade shit, or whatever dude. but um yeah now i think about it i'm like you know what like <laughs> i could have been like in a basement oh my god somewhere dude that's but, insane yeah. wow what a fucking story, dude. Clap, clap. And that's not good, but like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> I know. Oh my I know. God. I'm going to start telling like my trauma stories on here that <laughs> like real? fit the themes. Because <laughs> I've, got, I've got a handful of them. Dude. I mean, that's crazy. I've never experienced anything like that before. Shit. Okay. Well. Yeah. But that's like, and then we had like this neighbor. Um, I think he actually still lives in my parents' neighborhood. Like it, it just a couple doors down and, um, he was like, he's a really nice guy. Like he's super nice, always been super nice to us. But there was uh, like a rumor going around the neighborhood that he was like a killer. Wow. And like okay. hid people in their basement. Oh, it was damn, like, dude. <laughs> the young people in the neighborhood would say shit like that. And yeah. it like scared me for a long time. But yeah. um, he's super nice. He's just like a bit of an odd guy. <laughs> yeah. He could be. I don't know. Right. You, you never, never know. know, dude. A killer lives next to everybody. Seriously, as dude. As they say. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Damn. But... Well, look yeah. at you. You're alive. You're here. I'm alive. Yeah, you're not I'm not in a basement being, yet. You're not being brought to full martyrdom. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Damn it. Maybe. Dang. Maybe next time. <laughs> next time, dude. Talk to your mom. <laughs> yes. Shit. All right. Well, dude, let's hear some fucking Anyways, trivia. Anyways, getting into the brains. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so Summer of 84 is a 2018 horror film directed by uh, Francois, I think. Simard. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually Roadkill Superstars. I'll get into them in my deep dive. It's it's actually another trio of directors, but yeah, Francois is like the main one. Yeah, it is a little bit easier to say it that way than having to pronounce these names. (laughs) But I'm (laughs) glad I got that one. Uh, Francois Simard and Anouk Whistle and Joanne Carl Whistle. (laughs) Yeah, Um, sure. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, and written by Matt Leslie and Stephen J. Smith. Yep. Um, and principal photography took place um, during July 2017 in Vancouver, um, and the movie was shot using a red camera with anamorphic lens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I don't really know what that means, but it sounds cool. I feel like you would know. Um, it's just like I don't. I guess I don't really know. If I'm being honest, um, I should know. I it's amazingly shot. Like I think it's super cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Very Stranger Things vibes, like we were saying. Mm-hmm. And kind of like uh, it. Chapter one. Yeah, for sure. Definitely that same vibe. But that's yeah. kind of like the vibe of those years. 
I feel like is yeah. when like Stranger Things came out and like it came out. Yeah, so and, and just a... yeah, there's definitely some backstory to like the correlation between this and Stranger Things. But I did look it up because I honestly didn't really know either. Anamorphic format is like uh, it's a cinematography technique of shooting a widescreen picture on standard 35 millimeter film or other visual recording media with a non-widescreen native aspect ratio. So basically, like the lens constricts it to being widescreen. I've okay. never really known that, but yeah, interesting. Well, now okay. we know. Yeah, for sure. Um. So the film premiered at the 2018 Sundance Film Festival. Um, it was released as Midnight Showings in limited theaters in the U.S. from August 10th, 2018 um, by Gunpowder and Sky, uh, followed shortly by VOD um, and streaming as Shutter Exclusive in October 2018. Um, and it has worldwide distribution deals. Hell yeah. Um, so the film won Best Screenplay for Matt Leslie and Stephen J. Smith at the Cinecop. Cinepocalypse Festival in hmm. Chicago. Okay. Um, so it created a buzz on the horror festival circuit in the U.S. and internationally, um, including opening day screenings at Fantasia International Film Festival in Montreal, um, Fright Fest in London, Siggy's in Catalonia. <laughs> um, what the fuck is everything so hard to say? I don't know. Um and Hardline Film Festival in Germany, um, and it received jury prize nominations at Molin's Film Festival for Best Director, Best Film, and Best Screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also published um, on multiple different Best of the Year lists, um, with notable highlights on BuzzFeed News as the 19 Best Horror Films of 2018, um, LA Weekly's The 10 Best Horror Movies of 2018, Thrillist's <laughs> 10 Best Horror Movies of 2018, Esquire's The Scariest Movies of 2018, mm-hmm. um, Horror News Network Top 18 Horror Films of 2018. There's a million of them. I can keep going <laughs> off, but I won't. Um, and it is listed as one of Rotten Tomatoes' Best Horror movies of 2018 and 140 best horror movies of the decade hell yeah um and then summer of 84 was horror street was on horror streaming platform shutters um biggest second biggest movie premiere of 2018 trailing behind the movie mandy oh okay that makes sense yeah dude yeah yeah mandy's yeah. a great film we should it do is. that one sometime. oh dude we it's need to one. yes yeah um, and then it was nominated for a 2019 Saturn Award for Best Independent Film Release. That's awesome. Um, it grossed worldwide um, only $42,000, uh, wow. which is kind of crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense because it wasn't like a theatrical release or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of a bummer for how good the movie is. Um, and then for some ratings, I have IMDb is at 6.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 71%. Uh, I don't know about Letterboxd. but Three, I 3.2. Okay, that so, makes sense. A little yeah. average. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think those ratings are pretty appropriate, and we'll get into that. But um, So, yeah, before I jump into that, let's get some tri- more trivia out of the way. So, yeah, like I said, Roadkill Superstars is the moniker that the trio filmmakers from Canada go by. Um, g- the group consists of, like we said, Francois Samard, his sister, Anouk Wissel, and her partner, Yoan Carl Wissel. So the three of them have actually been making short films since the mid 2000s and uh, they seem cool. Uh, they're French Canadian, so they're real chill and laid back and stuff, but I'm going to look them up. I want to see what they look like. Yeah. They're, you know, basic white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah. So Canadians. In, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in 2004, they made the uh, short lay bag man, which is where they credit getting their start to, I guess uh, their short gave them an audience as they found their footing with other shorts such as Total Fury in 2007 and Demonitron in 2010. So um, that's, yeah, that's where they finally garnered a small audience and got some traction. So in 2011, they submitted a short to the anthology film The ABCs of Death, which rules, of which they submitted a short entitled Turbo. Um, At the time, Ant Timpson, he, he, he was like one that like put the film together. He approached them, and he was super impressed by their work on the short, so he somehow convinced them to turn the short into a full-length film, of which they're mostly known for anyway. Um, but yeah, that's that's Turbo Kid, which was released in 2015, which they both wrote and directed it. And it is an action-adventure comedy film about a kid who adopts the persona of his favorite hero to save his friends and to fight a tyrannical overlord. It has 
decent ratings. It, you know, I love that movie. Really? I don't know why I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that was the one. Um, oh, okay. Because I've, I've only seen it once. And I've never seen. I watched that. it with a friend. Okay. And they like played it randomly, and I never knew what the title of the movie was, but I okay. thought about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's actually a really cute movie. I feel okay. like you'd like it a lot. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, like like you said, the ratings weren't amazing or anything, but yeah, I definitely. It yeah, it's really like quirky. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? really okay. High. Rotten Tomatoes yeah. is so fucking weird. It's so hit or it's miss. It's so weird. I yeah. know. What the hell? But yeah, I recommend that one. You should definitely see that. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. Um, so Matt Leslie pitched the team the idea for Summer of 84, to which they signed on to direct. And they, as they read the script, they instantly spotted similarities in the plot to Netflix's breakout series Stranger Things, but they believed that the plot was different enough that they would be able to make it work. Um, the only thing that they changed in this was the, uh, the kids playing instead of them in this film playing like uh, cops and robbers or whatever they're playing in the neighborhood. Um, the original script was written where they were playing Dungeons and Dragons, just like in oh. fucking Stranger Things. So. <laughs> it was a manhunt. Yeah. Manhunt, whatever the fuck that is. But yeah. So I'm glad they changed at least that. I'm or glad else they would, did too. Yeah, dude. It just would have been like, weird as fuck. Who plays yeah. that outside? <laughs> yeah, for real. So. Summer of 84 ended up showing at the 2018 Sundance Film Fest, like she said, and then was bought by Shudder later that year, where it became an exclusive to the platform. It's just super weird because I always thought it was, for some reason, a Netflix original. I don't know why. I don't know why I ever had that thought in my head. But I, yeah, I could see that, but I knew it was Shudder. Yeah, um, for sure. Just because I remember the big hype on on Shudder when you would like, yeah. log in. Um, mm-hmm. It was like the first thing that would pop up for like months. Yeah, it was a while, I guess, huh? Shit. Um, yeah, and then as for the movie, I don't have a whole lot, but some. So while Davey looks in his closet for the walkie-talkies, there's a figurine of Turbo Kid, one of their previous films. So that's cute. The nice little, you know, uh, just throwing it in there. Montage. Uh, or what is it? Homage. Homage, yeah. Just having fun with it. I like that kind of stuff. So uh, technically, the fear of AIDS was not widely known until a year after this film takes place, but they put it in there anyway. So... Um, I do like this. So the bottle of whiskey that they drink from is called McCready's Whiskey, which is a nod to The Thing from 1982, where Kurt Russell is seen drinking J&B whiskey throughout the film. So that's fun. Um, And then one of the photos used in the film for one of the missing boys is a real-life victim of John Wayne Gacy. I don't love that. Oh, I don't either. I don't like that That's kind of (laughs) insensitive. A little fucked up. Agreed. Like, did y'all get permission? Yeah. That's odd. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't huh. love that, but okay. I don't know. Um, and then yeah, there's actually a film called Summer of '42 that was released in 1971 that has very similar plot points. Um, so yeah, I guess there's like there's three teenage boys who end up spying on an older woman, of which the main character ends up losing his virginity to in the end. And also in this story, the teenagers' parents are also disconnected from their children's lives and more focus on World War II and the politics at the time. So. It's a little similar, um, other than there's no serial killer neighbor. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, last little thing that is kind of fun in Mackie's garage thingy thing, uh, is a VW Beetle, which is the car that Ted Bundy drove. Same color and everything. I oh, think. oh yeah, you're right. The yeah. red. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. You know, nice little homage to it and stuff. But yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, there was yeah, there's a lot of parallels between a lot of different serial killers and stuff, which. You know, you, you kind of pick up on, like, John Wayne yeah. Gacy with the kids yeah. and all that. So, yeah, it's the it's boys. definitely interesting. But, all right, let's get right into the heart. Courtney, let's hear the synopsis. All right. I worked fairly hard on this one. Mm. It was kind of like, when, I don't know why I was so stumped. Yeah. I was, writing, I, just, I was like, I just watched this last night. Like, I can't <laughs> come up with a freaking synopsis. Anyways. All right. Um, In the summer of 1984, um, Cape May, Oregon is plagued by the Cape May Slayer, uh, a serial killer responsible for the disappearance of 13 teenage boys in the county over a decade prior. Uh, 15-year-old Davy Armstrong, uh, the son of a journalist who breaks the story, suspects that his neighbor Wayne Mackey, a popular police officer in their hometown, is the Cape May Slayer. Davy's friends Dale... Uh, Woody Woodsworth, uh, Curtis Faraday, and Tommy Eats Eaton reject this theory on account of Davy's reputation for conspiracy theories and urban legends. However, when a boy Davy sees inside Mackie's house appears on the back of a milk carton, they agree to help him investigate. 
Um, when his friends start to lose faith in Davy's accusations, um, his parents grounding him and banning him from leaving the house, and everyone in the town being charmed by Mackie's kind-hearted and nonchalant demeanor, Davy seems to be the only one who sees through this facade and just can't give up the lingering feeling of knowing he's right about his neighbor. Uh, will Davy end up the town's hero or another victim of the Cape May Slayer? Nice. Boom, boom. Right there, dude. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote, and she wrote it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to kick it off with a question. I couldn't really think of one that would be like super original for, you know, for this whole category and stuff. Yeah. But I did think, okay, so put yourself in Davy's shoes, right? When you see... I mean, shit, would you go into this basement in the first fucking place? But, like, if you see, if you break into this room and you see a dead body, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and record it like they do? Or are you getting the fuck out of there right away? Oh, getting the fuck out of there. I don't even think I would be in there in the first place. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think I could bring myself if I really thought that my neighbor was a killer um, to just go and break into his house. For real yeah like that's what's so weird about some movies is like bro y'all got some balls to just walk yeah. into a house oh, yeah. man what is happening that's insane yeah same here yeah. like i i probably would have never been in that boat either so like it's hard to put yourself in those shoes but when i see the dead body i mean i guess i'd try to help that kid as much as i could right the one yeah. that's alive in there the but, one who's still alive definitely yeah. but still i fucking a like put the camera down or something i don't know yes Yes, and they're just like, <laughs> just standing there recording still. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that camera would have been dropped on the ground. I would have been like full sprint out of that house. Yeah, the was it the chick that has the camera in her hands? Or was yeah, it the, I think okay. she's the one carrying it. Bro, or she, actually, I don't know if it was. It's either her or Woody. Um, and bro, whoever it was, they got some mad camera skills. Yeah, they did. Yeah, like you said, I would have dropped the fuck out of it yep. too. Are you kidding me? Damn. So, all right, anyway... Let's move on to my notes for sure. Um, obviously, right away, dude, we get Stranger Things vibes just right away. So, like, we're talking synth, even similar yeah. chords from yep. Stranger Things. Um, kids on bikes, voiceover, you know, it's the 80s. It's just very, yeah. very similar vibes. And I'm not mad about it. I like it. I enjoy it. And it's not like they reserve the right. Stranger Things doesn't yeah, exactly. reserve the right to doing an 80s-themed horror thing but yeah it felt very uh you know like it, they just pulled straight from it so yeah like not super original yeah yeah for um, sure. but also they kind of like took that and ran with it because it was oh yeah like a big thing then yeah um yeah, that huge. whole vibe right um, <laughs> so it was smart of them because they did it well also mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but with like the storyline of course um yeah. it's been done but this one at least is in like a different feel. Um, so it's not like watching like Disturbia. Right. Like I said earlier, cause the storyline's very similar. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But it's, it's like a different movie. So at least it's not like you're watching that same movie over again. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do how like right away they paint Mr. Mackey in red light. Um, I think it's like they, he, he needs help in the basement or something and there's like a red light for some reason. I don't know. And I just find it interesting because they pretty much set up right away that you are on Davy's side of believing yeah. that Mr. Mackey is the killer or is yeah. a killer, you know, which is interesting because usually, um, you know, like pulling from other films in this similar genre, it takes you a minute to be like, okay, I believe that this person is also the killer. Yep. Or other characters and stuff, too. But, yeah, so I find it interesting. They just right away, they're like, yeah, he's a killer, <laughs> basically. You're like, okay, it's yep. been five minutes. I believe you. Yeah, exactly. But the whole town doesn't. Neither does your parents. No, but my I God, I know. It's ridiculous. So um, Davey's room, it rules. He's got, like, a bunch of conspiracy theories, yeah. like, printouts on his wall. And, like, they're just all over, dude. They're just up everywhere. This kid is, like, like in, in some movies, they'll put, like, one of the main characters has like a huge horror nerd and they have horror movie posters yeah. all over the wall. That's us for sure. Or yeah. music or whatever. But yeah, this dude, this kid just has like conspiracy theories all over his house. I mean, his room, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Aliens are real. Love it. So I, I'd say one of the biggest standout differences, at least in my opinion is 
the way that this movie depicts like teenage boys as the horniest oh of my things God. is wild. I was going to say that too. <laughs> Dude, they're so I'm like, are teenage up. boys really That's like what Chanel that? asked. Yeah, Please she said. Please tell me. I was going to ask you that. That was my question for you. Um, like. Not to that fucking extent. Okay. These boys are just, that's all they talk about. Yes. And they say some like raunchy shit. And yep. I'm like, yep. what? Yeah. I'm like, okay, but no, that's that's not how I grew up was okay. as horny as these boys. Like, yeah, like just like teenage girls as well. Like everyone's horny at that age, yeah. but like not to this extent. So Yes, yeah, I'm like, ridiculous. dude, chill out. Yeah. Like especially the Eats, um, that character. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> there dude. is always that one friend that's like, bro, Fuck. you need to takes it like, a little bit too far. You need to tape it down. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so he's like constantly making freaking comments about yeah. like yeah. banging his friend's mom. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we all had that one friend, but like yeah. the rest of us weren't that fucking horny. Yeah. So. Um, this is one thing that's always bothered me. So I said, bro, they're looking through man's trash and mail in his goddamn driveway. Move yes. it. Yes. Move it. That stresses me the God. fuck out. Pick up the trash can and move it to the forest. Move, yes. <laughs> Why the fuck are you tearing it to shreds on his and driveway and then leaving loud. it? Yeah, they're yes. being all loud in the middle of the night. <laughs> like what God. and there was like the garage light is shining on them you yeah, can see yeah. them clear as day I'm yeah like, the moon other it's houses a full moon. in the neighborhood <laughs> yeah so this whole time i'm just like okay well i like to i'd like to see a director's cut where he sees them in the window and he's just like <laughs> yes. cool they're they're on he's they're on to me <laughs> yes and he knows right away so um there's a comment i think it's uh, Davey that says it to Woody. He says, want to come over and make popcorn and watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Uh, yes, please. Yes. That sounds like a fucking day That's and a half. That's my ideal. Yes. Hell yes, dude. Best friends for real. I know. I love Woody. I love them both. Stop. They're we like don't need cutest. to talk about Woody yet because I'm sad, okay? Uh, me too. Jesus Christ. Me fucking too. God damn. Yeah. So, and here's where some of my complaints come in is all of a sudden we get like an emotional beat where it shows... Uh, Woody is having like problems at home and I just kind of wasn't expecting it. Like his mom is like a drunk or whatever. And yeah, that breaks it, my heart. It does. And it, it, it is sad and stuff, but it does feel very thrown onto the film, like shoehorned yeah. in, um, especially with Eats, his character. Like, dude, it's yeah, like near he, the end. It's the same thing too. Cause he's yeah. like, can I stay over yep. at your place? And yeah. then like Woody's like, can I stay over at your place? Yeah. And like with Woody's character, of course, being the first one that like that kind of, pulls into it like you right. really feel for him like, yeah it broke yeah. my heart because yeah like i couldn't even imagine not having like that safe space to be able to go home i know um, where yeah. you like you want to stay at your friend's houses um yeah. yeah that just breaks my heart but then like bringing it in with his the other friend again at the end of the movie mm-hmm. it like that didn't need to happen they didn't need to do it twice yeah <laughs> like, it does feel weird yeah because it starts with woody and then that's all we really get other than him talking about it but yeah, then it switches to eats or whatever near the end, and I'm just like weird. It feels very shoehorned in, and yeah. I don't love it. But it's, it's yeah, yeah, it it didn't need to happen. Nah. Like the Woody one, yeah. Like I'll take that definitely because like you sympathize with his character even more. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't know with like Tommy, he's still kind of a douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Nikki, the hot neighbor or whatever is going on, was straight up about to kiss Davy, and I'm personally, I was trying to figure out if it's legal or not. I was creeped the fuck out. Yeah, my boy's only 15, and if she's yeah. graduating, going to college, and she's probably 18, so yeah. like, what's Being a little up? Creepy creep. Yeah, a little creepy dude. That's like, and it's weird because it's like, if he were 18 and she were just what three or four years older, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. But it's still like. It's just the principle of it. Like you and used you, to babysit like, this guy. And even looking at him, he's like oh, you could tell God. he's just little. He's and a baby, like, an innocent little boy. Yeah. Um, and when the, like you're babysitting these kids, yeah, that's it's super. weird because like I babysit, I like nannying for years. Yeah. Um, and okay. like the kids I nannied are like in college now. It's insane. Right. But um, and they were like little kids, and like I could never imagine myself being like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go kiss him when he's older. Yeah, that's like, so weird, dude. It's that's odd. so weird. Yeah, it's just like your little brother almost. So yes. Whatever. Um, I I also always forget that Mackie is a cop, though. I don't know why. It just, like, eluded my brain, and then it pops up that he gets in his cop car, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah gross. Okay, boring. Yeah, I was like, A-cab. Yeah, exactly. Uh, bored of cops being in so many movies that we watch lately. And it, like, I guess it kind of, like, ties into the story because people, like, respect yeah. him and, like, yeah. you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Well, 
I would, but (laughs) (laughs) the general population wouldn't expect like a cop to be shitty or a killer Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, Because like they're meant to protect you is what like people think. But um, so yeah, that's probably why they had him be a cop. Yeah, yeah. But, but. it kind of, uh, I don't know. It didn't really need to happen, but. It right, did. yeah. Because, I mean, I think that's the reference of, or like him being a cop is a reference to the uh, the Green State Killer. What is his name? I don't know serial killers. I'm oh, really okay. sorry. Okay, I, yeah, I get, I, <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. The guy, I think it was in California or Washington, whatever state it was, where he was a cop and he killed like 50 something people or whatever. It's either Golden State or Green State, whatever. Yeah, I think it's Golden State, actually. Mm-hmm. But. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking okay. it up right now because I. Uh, yeah, I'm not really a true crime person. Sorry, yeah, it is Golden State. Killer. Okay, Golden State. Yeah. Okay, so and it was. I in... am a true crime person, but I've never, I never really got into the Golden State mm. story. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I just... is he the one that they just caught like a couple years ago? Yeah. Because yeah, of the he's DNA like an old thing, man. Yeah, yeah when cause... he's like on the stand, he's got like a mask on and like. Holy shit! Yeah, that's he's wild. Old. Holy fuck! Well. They found him. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so that's crazy. Um, next note. Yeah, 2018, actually, like April of 2018. So right that's, when this. Oh, wow. That's super weird. Dang, that is out. super weird. That's so um, Because what was this? September 2018? Is when it was on Shutter. So it was. Yeah, because he was yeah. apprehended on April 24th of 2018. Dang. I bet that was so weird for like the, the directors. Yeah. Roadkill. They were probably like, wait, what the fuck? That's weird. Weird timing, but. So I there should be a guide on how to spot a serial killer at work when you start because this shit is hella suspicious. Like he's buying a fucking pickaxe, a shovel, mm-hmm. thirty pounds of fucking dirt. Like, bro, what the fuck, bro? That should be like a. I I know you're a serial killer, my dude. Yeah, like when you're working out with a Home Depot or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, like there should be suspicious things exactly. that someone buys. Yeah, because, dude, when I used to work at King Supers, a, a local grocery store market thing, part of Kroger, um, they they taught us that, like, if someone, and it's fucked up now that I look back at it, it's so fucked up, but they would say, like, if a homeless-looking person comes in and tries to buy, um, like, Listerine, you can decide to not sell it to them because they'll drink it for the alcohol. And I was like... Just let them live their damn yeah, life. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of fucked up, dude. Yes. But, like, yeah. let them buy the fucking Listerine or the cough syrup and yeah, like, yeah. have them just have a little little ounce of joy. Yeah, I guess so, dude, because... Yeah, and but yet, like, people out here are, like, selling cyanide to serial killers. So. Yes, for okay, real. Okay, okay. <laughs> so fucking here. Um, I do think that Nikki is the absolute goat for doing that for Davey when she kisses him in front of his friends or, or like she hypes him up or whatever. She says she's, he's more he's, of a man um, than any more, of you. Yeah. More of a man than any of you. Yeah. Mind. They're so hyped for him, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> like Eats is just freaking out. <laughs> um, so yeah, kind of like what I said for my intro. I hate that the parents don't believe them. Like, bro, they have literal evidence. What the actual fuck are you? And doing? they're just shitty the entire time. Even when they find yeah. out, like at the end, they're uh, still shitty. Yep. Like, bro. Hey, guess what, Dad? Because of all the the chain of events that you you led it up to, like you kind of got an innocent child killed. Yeah, a very innocent child, we might add. Jesus Christ, for real, because he had to go the the shittiest route and be like, "Oh, we have to go over and apologize." Yeah, yeah, fuck you, dude. God damn. And like, just um, again, probably because he's a police officer as well. Exactly. Um, yep. they're like, "Nope, you're gonna go apologize." To I him. know, right? White people have the weirdest amount of spare time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I feel like if I told my mom like the craziest shit that I could come up with, she'd probably like believe me somehow. <laughs> For real. Oh shit! So I get her on April Fools every year. Always have, and like she knows really? it's April Fools' Day, but oh, I okay. still get her every single year, and she believes me. Damn. And it's like the most insane shit too. <laughs> um, and she, I know. Like this past year, I like did an April Fools' joke, and she's like. Ha ha! It's April Fools, and I was like, "No, I'm I'm like being serious. It really this really happened." And she's like, "Oh my god, is that like, calling me?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just kidding." Uh, Courtney, <laughs> I know. Savage. Like, poor mom. Holy I shit! Put her through the ringer. She's like, "You dick." <laughs> yep. I think Shout she out. said like, "You motherfucker" was like her response. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so, um, the guy that plays Mackie is Rich Summer. 
And he personally, I think he absolutely kills this role because yeah, he's like, I like him. Yeah, he's like genuinely funny, and, and you want to trust him. You kind of yeah. do. Yeah, he has kind of like a chill vibe at parts, but then also when he's playing creepy, it's pretty damn creepy. Like at the end when he's like got his forehead on his on Davy's forehead, and he's like, "I will find you." Yes. I'm like, "What the fuck, yeah. dude?" Yeah, I'm like, "Homie's gonna find him." He really, dude. Is. Yeah, yeah. I he's believe very that open. It's intense. So, um. The another complaint of mine, I'd say, is that this movie feels like okay. Let's say the runtime. I don't think it needs to be an hour forty six or whatever it was. It, I think yeah. it could be hour and a half easy, yeah. because it does feel like the movie is honestly a lot of Davy convincing his friends that Mackie's the killer, and then them like being convinced of it, and then no longer all of a sudden believing it back and forth the entire time. Yeah, and there's just like little pieces that can be definitely left out that yeah. like are just filler yeah for um, sure because i remember when i put it on again last night i forgot how like the runtime and i was like wait a minute like an yeah. hour and 48 minutes right Where? a movie like this i was expecting hour and a half easy honestly. yeah like yeah. max is yep. one an hour and a half but oh yes we put on two two hour and 15 minutes i'd fucking lose my mind dude. i would lose my shit and then, like i started watching it last night at yeah. like Nine oh, shit. you're crazy <laughs> and i was like shit well i'm gonna be up until 11 30 right um, so yeah, that was my next note. Another complaint. I don't understand why we're throwing in more emotional beats for one of these children with like 30 minutes left on the runtime. Yeah. That's when it was like eats his turn or whatever. Like his parents are arguing and he wants to stay at the other dude's house. It's just like, it felt very thrown in there. Like, why are we doing this now? There's... It did not. That really did not need no, to happen. It was no. weird. And I kept thinking that too. I was like, why? Yeah. Um, cause he's like sitting on the bench. That other kid, I forget his name. What what is it? The I don't kid know. with the glasses. The with he's the not glasses. very memorable. Yeah, sorry. yeah. He's like the most like unmemorable character. Yeah. Um, he kind of sucks if I'm being honest. <laughs> but he, because yeah, he's just shitty. He's like, well, he, I know why he had all that dirt. He right. Was building right. the garden for the town. He's like, like a know-it-all it. kid. Yeah. 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 Then what about the dirt in the fucking backyard? What was that then? That's right. not a community you garden. Dork. <laughs> yes. So. But yeah, he just like shows up. He's like, no, it's a long story. And it's like, like, bro, we got the time. Yeah, we got got time. (laughs) So, yeah, I just don't, I don't understand why. If they're trying to make that an overall theme, then. But they're just like kind of, they all are like have fucked up families. Because like Davey, his parents are assholes. They don't give a shit about anything that he says. Um, Of course, poor Woody has like an alcoholic mom, a single mom is my assumption. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm sure she's struggling. I can imagine it would be hard. And mm-hmm. then Tommy has like his abusive parents. It sounds like they are fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, his brother's a dick. And the other kid, what the hell's his name? Uh, Curtis. No. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Curtis. Yeah. The nerdy yeah. one. Um, I don't know. His parents seem fine. They took him to the little festival. So <laughs> he seems like he's doing okay. He's chilling, dude. Yeah. But. So yeah, maybe it's just like they all kind of have like shitty home life so they kind it of just bond feels over that. very thrown in there they're yeah. just like oh yeah we forgot about this detail let's throw in these extra scenes or kind of like it though like it chapter one where like but you know there's I mean, like I feel a shitty like, yeah but okay that has like a way longer runtime and i think that they actually implement that into the story well enough like beverly like that's yeah. a standout like holy shit like her father's a piece of shit you know like yeah. we we see it on screen and like it's just portrayed differently but i do agree yeah, um, maybe they were like trying to go with that a little bit right, too, right. but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but from here on out, I do love this like later half of it, or not even half, just this this ending climax and everything. So I definitely think it's super super savage that Mackie has pictures of his victims throughout his house instead of mm-hmm. family photos like they always thought it was. That's a baller move, man. It really is, dude. And then right? he has like Davy's family photo. Dude, up there. yes, he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna get ya." That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. What a guy, man. I know. I, I and shake like, his hand, you know? I don't know. Like, even, <laughs> like, my first watch of the movie, like, in my brain, like, sometimes I was like, what if, like, he's not, though? And, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually, he's not. Right. Because, like, he plays it so well that yeah. he, like, is believable because he's so just, like, nonchalant and just like oh like no hard feelings i'll try to get you ungrounded blah 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 blah, blah. like <laughs> yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. like him i, I really know do. that scene yeah he kills even though me. he's a cop yeah like, yeah for sure fuck probably. off but like i kind of <laughs> like you yeah yeah <laughs> and then the phone call when he like calls himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah he's a sneaky sneaky man yeah he's sneaky dude for sure but that's why i like davy because he like picks up on it 
everything just right away yeah, he's, he's smart. like i don't he's believe you bud. yeah even when he has to go reveal like why they were digging around in the backyard and shit he's still questioning him he and his dad's all embarrassed but it's like yeah yeah so and then when like mr Mackey shows up at the house for like to make amends whatever yeah like, he's still yeah. like he's all does Dude. not trust him yeah he's like uh let me go get the phone dude that's, like, well, that's a baller move to too. do that yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's like no 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 he's like my phone cord's long yeah dude that's but... so baller <laughs> yeah and it was fucking it was long. it was super long it was like yeah 30 feet long <laughs> so i do love that we get kind of like a fakey ending where they think he's been captured or or like he's missing uh but loki my dude was in the attic that shit's yes. crazy that's wild because and like i was thinking why okay so this kid just caught him Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're not gonna search his house. True. To well, make sure that cops, like the killer is not hiding. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> God, this is why like with true crime too. Like oh, I dude. get so fucking oh frustrated because there's so many fuck ups mm-hmm. always. Yep. Um, that get people killed or like get yeah. the killer gets away. Oh my um, God! Yes. In real life, it's like so much. It's yeah. more so than not. Yeah, if if you don't believe us, watch the uh, Night Stalker documentary, yes. docu series thing on on Netflix about um, Richard Ramirez. Fuck yeah. those police yeah. and the, just the detectives. Anything, honestly, oh my any God, true yes. crime you want to listen yeah. to, just type it in, listen to it, and yeah. there's and gonna be, be like, a fuck oh, up. Oh, okay, they that could be completely unavoidable. Like a girl's missing that's never like left her house, and they're like, no, she ran away. Like, oh we'll my just let God, her stop, chill for a week, and no, that's she's so like in ridiculous. a basement getting killed. Yep, it's fucking but, insane. So, all right, yeah. well. Um, last few notes. So honestly, my jaw is on the floor when Woody gets killed. Oh my that God. That fucked me up. And like I the first forgot time again, about it. I had hoped that he would like survive. Uh, yeah. But, and, and like, what's so rough is they show it, dude. Yeah. Like it's not overly slit. gory, but they show him slit his throat. Yeah. And you're just and like, he's such a sweet little Woody is the sweetest boy. I adore, like, I'm going to get teary-eyed right now Mm because I just love him so much. And he's just such a sweet guy and, like, tries to take care of his mom. And, like, it's just so sad. It's it's sad to think of, like, the, well, and that's what I'll get into the ending ending. I was, like, it's just sad to think of everything, like, post the ending Mm -hmm. of this. Because, like, it is, they never get Mackie. Yep. And that's scary for Davey. Yeah, they and tore down the tree house. It's sad, dude. It's actually a really fucked up ending. So let's, yeah, I, I did. I really love this ending, like when they're in the forest and he's looking for them and stuff. Um, It's like really shot well uh, when they're like by the, the red tail lights of the cop yeah. car and shit. Oh, it looks really good. And he's so scary and intimidating, Mackie. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. So you got to love it. But then, yeah, so my little like wrap up note is like this ending feels to me very different from a lot of films. So like. Like, it's not all peachy keen and everything is, and it's just, like, all negative. Like, we get an actual on-screen death of, yeah. like, one of the most innocent characters. And yes. and he's, like, the only one that, like, had Davy's back yeah. and believed him. Oh, I know, Even right? if he didn't believe him, he still was He there. still had his back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to support him. Yeah, that's uh, why he's the one happens. with him in the basement. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. he fucking dies yep. in, yeah, return. A gruesome but, way, dude. Yeah, and yeah. then. And then he's like on his bike and he sees a crush is leaving town. So like that's over. And then um, I'm assuming it's it's Woody's like mom or family in general foreclosed on their home yeah. because there's like a for sale sign or and it says foreclosed or something, I think. And and it's just sad to think of all that. I like, thought that that was Mackie's house, but maybe I was. No, I don't think so. No, no. It's when he's driving and then uh, and then he sees. What the other two friends like? Yeah, the two getting boys rid of all their stuff. Yeah, they were throwing away the treehouse. Yeah, and um, they're like they tore the treehouse down, and they yeah. like didn't really like acknowledge him. I know, and that's heartbreaking too, right? Yeah, it's pretty realistic though, because I think maybe they're um, like mad at Davy because Woody died in result of that is what right. I took from it. For sure, um, so maybe I could they're see blaming that. him. Um, and so like they won't talk to him because they're pissed that their friend died mm-hmm. because he had to go try to find this killer. Um, but then again, like clearly he was going to die next if he didn't do anything about it. Right. And that's what ties into it all being super sad is like, I think that is kind of true to life is how your friends would react. Like it wouldn't be like a lot of other, like, okay, let's take it for example, where they literally all come together and they're like uh, the losers club or whatever, you know, they're like literally in this club where they'll do anything to stop Pennywise. Right. But this it's like. 
No, they're like done being friends probably because that's just the true impact of. And it's like trauma too. Oh my god! Like having to go through that um, would be awful. I don't know how Davy's family's still living in that neighborhood when there's a killer on the loose. Seriously, dude. (laughs) My question. True. Yeah. Kid, their family photo was on his wall, and you're just gonna keep living in that neighborhood when he knows where you fucking live. True. True. And he said he's gonna come back for him no matter what. Which is odd. That's but... true, dude. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, why yeah. aren't you moving? Cause why? And fuck? he's still delivering the paper, like, oh, out yep. in the open. Yeah, he's chilling, like, man. True, true. He get true. pulled into the woods and killed any minute. True. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it is, like, very, very realistic. It's, it's a not really like, dark oh, ending. he's a hero. Yeah. And like, oh, my God. No, instead, it's like, oh, I just lost my best friend. <laughs> I just right. lost my other friends because of that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, Creepy Nikki moves away for the... Probably for the better. Yeah, pedophile Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. But weren't like her two parents in the car? Yeah, they were like taking her to the airport. So did they like stay together? Oh, yeah, because that was a whole thing too that I didn't really Because her parents were divorcing. That was kind of a stupid thing too. Yeah, I think. Didn't he like talk to her one more time and she said something about them staying together? Something. Yeah, he said because. Well, she said because of him that she saw her parents hug at the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, so maybe, I guess, that would be a silver lining that they stayed together, but also if they were divorced for a reason. (laughs) There's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason other than that. But yeah, so. It's definitely a pretty dark ending, man. Not going to lie. It's sad, but that is that is all my notes, dude. That's crazy. Do you have anything to add to it? No. I think okay. that's it. All right. Well, let's get right into the cause of death. You freaking neighbor killer boy. Ah, <laughs> my goodness. So, shit, dude. Um, Since I pulled it out of the body bag, I will kick it off with the ratings of the toe tags. I am going for... Uh, it's weird. So this was one of those ones that I have the rating set in my mind and I was going to allow our discussion to guide it in one direction or keep it right. And yeah. I think I'm going to keep it. So, and that's a 3.5 out of five toe tags because I was tempted to lower it. Um, just depending on how you felt about it, you know, or like what we talked yeah. about. Like I just, I do have some complaints with like the shoehorning in of the emotional beats and stuff. Like it just felt yeah. very like, very uh like like a whirlwind you know where you go from these kids talking about titties and sucking dicks or whatever the fuck they're talking (laughs) about you know just going crazy horned up to comedy and then all the way to like oh but my mom is an alcoholic my dad's missing or whatever the fuck he's gone and i have to put my mom to bed every night so yes it's just yeah it's hard to grasp that and especially with eats or tommy or whatever the fuck his name is like how they i feel like if they brought that into the story in the beginning yeah like better that like woody's mom was um like an alcoholic and he was struggling with that. And then like Tommy, he's struggling with like his parents fighting. If they like brought that up at the beginning, instead of waiting until literally like the freaking climax of the movie, yeah, we would, it would have actually worked. It could have worked because you've been like, Oh, I feel bad for Tommy. Maybe he says these weird shit and acts out because he's having issues at home and like his brother is a dick and right, right. whatever. But yeah, just yeah. the timing was, was odd. It is. It is super odd. And like, and kind of like you said, like, yes, we can come to, come to those conclusions ourselves and draw those conclusions for yeah. ourselves. But it's also like, it just feels like, why are we going to work at this? If you're barely yeah. putting these scenes in. Yes. So it feels very off, but, and, and I would say the chunk of it, main chunk where they're just kind of running around trying to figure out if he is a killer or not. Feels a little long. I think we, yeah. there could be some scenes taken out or shortened or whatever. Um, and maybe the intensity could be brought up a little bit. But other than that, I do love the fuck out of this ending. It's really sad um, with with Woody's death and, and just the colors and, and how it's shot and everything is, is great. But yeah, so 3.5. I'll keep it there. Um, let, let's hear. What do you got? Um, I'm going to do 3.7. Okay. So a little, little higher. Yeah, but, a little higher. Yeah. Um, but still, same things as you said. Um when Woody died, I definitely screamed, what the fuck, loudly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, even yesterday, seeing it again, I knew it was coming. Yep. It just, I don't know. Why did they have to do that? I know. It's like, really, dude, take we're Curtis. doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Why you got to take the most wholesome man? <laughs> uh, take Curtis. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, but I don't know. I love the this, like, storyline of, like, the killer neighbor and, like. Gotta love it, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And yep. I'm so excited to do Disturbia because that's like the OG. Yep. And yep. 
yeah, same like kind of theme, but um, yeah, overall great film. Love the vibes. Love the little eighties, like aesthetic you know. and all that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time for sure. It really is. So sweet. Well, you fucking heard it here. Pretty, we're pretty in line with the uh, most of the ratings. And and if you haven't seen it, like it is one of those films I do recommend watching at least once just to get yeah. a vibe for it. And especially if you do like Stranger Things, like if you can get past the almost copycat like stuff, then you'll be fine. Just yeah. But and also, it's not like a theatrical released movie. Like right. It's a right. um, straight to video kind of vibe. yeah, straight to yeah, video streaming, kind of thing. Streaming, so. Yeah you're not going to expect like the, this amazing movie, but right, for what right. it is, I think it's pretty, pretty no, it, yeah, it looks really good. Like I said, um, the way it's shot, like, especially that end, I'm just like, Oh man, this looks great. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the cast, like all the kids are, are pretty damn good. They're, they're they good are. actors and stuff. So Mr. Mackey, you know, yeah, actor. he kills it. I mean, I think he's a standout in this film. He really is. He's so but, good. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that's, that's, that wraps that up, dude. All right, guys, that was Summer of 84 from 2018, directed by Technically Roadkill, whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, just the trio of people that are from Canada. So, hell yeah. <laughs> they look um, like very wholesome people, I will say. I looked up yeah, a picture of them. Yeah, definitely. And just the the way that they like make films, is it, it's just very like wholesome. And yeah. yeah, I like their their stuff. So. Uh, so next week, Courtney, it's your pick. What are you pulling out of the body bag? I am pulling out Fright Night from 2011. Fuck yes, you are. We've covered the original on here a long time ago, but obviously a remake is on the table, and I'm very excited because... Colin Farrell. Dude, Anton Yelkin. Oh my God, I love Anton so much in everything, and we miss him every day. So I'm very excited for this, actually. I really like the remake, so... I do, too. Yeah. Like, it's not often when a remake is actually really good. Yeah, um, for sure. I think the last time I've said that was Evil Dead remake is phenomenal, yeah. but this mm-hmm. one's actually a great remake. Yeah, I dig it. So super stoked for that. Um, and, yeah, if you want to check me personally out, maybe you have qualms with what I had to say about this film. Maybe you thought this was the most emotional film you've ever seen. I don't know. Uh, check me out on Instagram and Letterboxd at Jensen Harper. And let me know what you think about this film. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, where are you at? <laughs> I am just on Instagram. Instagram. Lurking. Lurking. Like yeah. I said, real. I'm a lurker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I scroll and I like your stories yep. and I like your posts and I comment on them. Um, but I just don't post that much myself. Yep. But I will hype you up. Mm-hmm. If you follow me. Hell yeah. Yeah, and if you want to catch us online uh, as the Fright Crew, you can check us out at the Fright Crew on Insta and the Fright Crew Pod on TikTok. Having a good time over there. But uh, tell me, Courtney, what should our spooky little neighbors do for us? <laughs> they should give us a rating and review, um, and we will help them move something down to their basement. Cool. Yeah. And smooch them down there. Ooh. And then. Basement smooches, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll help you dig up a garden. <laughs> Um, yeah, whatever you want, honestly, just let us know and we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll help you out. I'm a, I'm a pretty strong dude, so I'll help you whatever. Yeah, cool. And, <laughs> we'll uh, help you carry a body down somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And if I were to say anything, uh, stay woody. Stay woody and wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little dirty, but oh, I mean like, it does, just stay like yes. woody. We love him. Yes. We love you. All right. Bye. Bye.